Welcome back, everybody. I appreciate you. You, you, yes, you over there too. You that's at a red light, yes, I appreciate you as well. Welcome to what we're calling I Love You Season 1. Season 1 recap. I can't believe we made it this far. I know what you're thinking. Seasons? Like, who do you guys think they are? The Simpsons? Better than The Simpsons. Whatever seasons they've done, we're going to tap that. And by tap that, I mean cap that. <laughs> Damn it. What? I'm going to top it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Uh, but just like you guys binge watch uh, your Netflix, you get, can now binge watch us. Exactly. And we're going to make you wait for that next season. That's how you build hype up. So essentially the point of this episode is really just to let you guys get to know us our perspective on the point of this podcast and kind of our perspective on the season and how it went which really it flew by for us um for those of you that don't know if you don't uh, look closely in the pictures that we take we have a wall of the selfies we take after each episode and so every time we record here we can look to our right and we see those pictures and you kind of get to relive each one but we only get to do that mentally so we kind of get to do that with you guys today and kind of recap each episode and just maybe even go on a little rant for a little bit and just vocalize our concerns about the world. Oh, definitely. Because I do have some big concerns. Nothing political, don't worry. Um, Our first episode, dude, that seemed like forever ago, yet also like yesterday. But (laughs) That's just life, though, I feel like. That was like the last week of May. That's already, jeez. I mean, how would you, if, whenever someone asks you about the show and you say, well, what's it about? How do you really describe it to someone who doesn't know me? You're maybe just talking to a stranger that walked into work. Yeah. I'm, when people do ask, because I tell them I have a podcast, and they're like, oh, what's it about? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think you would uh, be interested. <laughs> but the first thing I tell them is um, just sure, I tell them that we have influencers from the community and people that are just doing cool things. Some of those people are business owners, um, and some are just out to doing cool stuff. And just finding out their story. Then I usually stop and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. 50% of them do. That's <laughs> a actually proven a, big, statistic. That's a big number. But, proven statistic. Um, but yeah, and then I tend to pull up my podcast app and show them. Like, see, I'm not, I'm not lying. Um, we actually do have a podcast. Um, but yeah, what, what, what the, do you tell The way people? I kind of describe it is... I talk about how – well, one I've noticed, I think you and I noticed together that there's a lot of businesses on the rise and not so much that they're marketing really well in the community. It's so much like the community is marketing well for them. Yeah. But no one really knows who's behind them. Um, you really only know who the owner is or who the – whoever came up with the idea just by word of mouth or if you grew up with them or you're close with them. And something that I notice with a lot of people is – well, I essentially starting with myself is you kind of like we do with celebrities, you do the same with business owners where you kind of put them on a pedestal that's then they're not normal humans like us. And they're, they're doing things because they're better than this at us that they have more knowledge than us. And so there's always questions I had. And like, if I went into ampersand, if I went into, um, root, um, case gorilla, all these, I was like, you know, a couple of years ago, this didn't even exist, but these people did. Yeah. And I'm always curious what led them to that point. And kind of the struggles they dealt with, because these are all questions that a lot of people out there have that are kind of considering starting businesses. But it's just socially, that's not normal to go up to someone that you don't know and say, hey, what inspired you to start this business? What was the hardest part? Yada, yada, 20 questions at a register when they're just trying to get through a long line. <laughs> yeah. So kind of the, what I tell people is we humanize these business owners. Definitely. And 
the time the timing was just we thought it was right to do this because uh, as long as I can remember there's been a small group of people that have a lot of Fresno pride but f- to me I feel like the flame's been burning a lot larger than normal lately yeah so it kind of made sense to jump in on it and highlight these people that actually are the early kickstarters in regards to the you know yeah. support local it's funny cuz I have only lived in Fresno Clovis area for about four to five years now and when i first moved here it was very much so i still want i need to get out of the central valley i grew up here and um i just really i'm like dude am I, how long am i gonna be here for and then really not until we started this thing i had like no idea what was actually going on in fresno and i had lived here four or five years and now i'm probably one of the most pro fresno people out there yeah and like oh i just this show has really like relit my fire for this local community seeing all the potential and honestly seeing all these people that have been on the show and their passion behind this city and this area and they they also see that future and i it's i think it's start of a huge movement and Dude, I'm freaking stoked. <laughs> What's crazy for me is I feel like we've talked to so many people. We've talked to so many different varieties already. And the fact that this 10 really is not a large number at all. There's so much of this, like, what's happening um, here locally that we haven't even come close to. The fact that we haven't contacted anyone from Tioga yet, bitwise. Um, even if the big companies. <laughs> I know If you guys are listening and you're interested, let's maybe, you know, get our soccer team on here. Uh, yeah. The whole soccer team, maybe. Somos Oros, my friends on Fox. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. You could, you had to. I had to. Um, I mean, there's just, I feel like we really have not even scratched the surface yet. And honestly, I'd love to reach out to good old Georgie Brown and kind of discuss yeah, just what to, he's done. We need to patch up that relationship. Not that there's ever <laughs> been a relationship, but we just want to really know about the billboard. And that's all. <laughs> but I'm sure that'd be a great episode. We'll so talk George, about more because I don't know how you just wake up one day. is like, you know what Fresno needs? Boom. 20 really elite, high class gyms, gyms yeah. because that's what they are. Nothing touches it. Nothing comes close. And so I want to know how that came to fruition. Yeah. He also has some sick cars. I want to talk. About oh, that's too. how you know where he is. Oh, I envy yeah. it. I envy it, but he's earned them. Um, the first episode you were talking about though. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want to paint a picture for you guys, but both uh, Ramon and I had probably met Ellie maybe once, but like never had any type of conversation that had substance to it, dude. And she was like the brave first one that just came over. She's like, "Sure, I'll do it." And it was her first time on a podcast, really our first time doing a podcast. We really didn't know what we were gonna do. We're all three of us <laughs> are nervous around these microphones. Like, I think this is how it goes. <laughs> And I think if that would have gone badly, we wouldn't have continued. Oh, no. Or we, at least we would have taken a step back and tried to reevaluate. But because she was such a damn good first guest. Yeah, she was. It was motivation to move forward. Um, and so whenever I talk about that episode, I just think of how fantastic she was. And I just felt like I had rekindled a friendship with someone I haven't seen in years. Oh, I know. That's another great thing about all these people is a lot of them I had met for the first time. But now if I see them, I feel like we're good friends. And I mean, that was another thing with um, episode two with Rachel. We actually even had more conversation with her outside of work. I mean, yeah. outside of this, yeah, than we did with Ellie. And sitting down with her was it was also another just really comfortable thing. Yeah. Um, the part that blew my mind the most was uh, the process to become a what is known as a cycle star, dude. That's <laughs> grueling. Like I feel like to anyone that doesn't like look into it, you think like 
if they're good at riding a bike and they're any sort of coach, then go for it. You just got to have good cardio and talk while you're doing cardio. Confession time. Uh, <laughs> there we go. We're so, going to humanize yeah. Preston. Dude, so a couple of weeks ago, um, I didn't really tell a lot of people, but I auditioned to be a cycle star. And it was the most terrifying thing that I've done in my whole life. Like, I can't even compare anything else, but I probably sweat more while I was on that podium than I ever have, like playing a football game, anything. But I remember getting off the bike after the song, the two songs that I did, like not really knowing what happened. I like Bla- little blackout. Huh? Dude, I can't even tell you what I said. <laughs> But and you were probably sweating from nerves, not even the cardio aspect <laughs> of the workout. No, exactly. And so, and I think I was always going over pace to my song because I'm so nervous. And then um, I just remember like, dude, I thought this song was a lot shorter, like make it end because I just wanted to get off. But it just really deepened my respect for all the cycle stars, spin instructors in general, whether you're at Cycle Bar or not. But dude, Rachel, you guys. shout out to you for inspiring that. Um, I'm sorry that you didn't inspire me to do that, but <laughs> I yeah. think maybe I just knew I couldn't do it. So I still didn't do it. Also, I auditioned. I didn't get it, which I a hundred percent agree. I wouldn't have gave yeah. myself that job either. <laughs> in, in a way he was a secret shopper to make sure that the system was still good. Honestly, let's see how and hard he it really couldn't is. Sneak through. And so you passed. Okay, Rachel, everything's still okay. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> um, what episode three was, uh, ampersand. Huh? That was monumental for us just because that was our first guest that we did not know. We reached out via email, and uh, luckily, dude, they had heard from us from someone out of two episodes, and it was uh, that conversation was so good. That was a literal shoot your shot, shoot the shot, and, and it was good. It worked out well. They were really cool people, dude. Jeff and Amelia, um, and now like when I talk about them, I also realize how many other people know them and love them. Yeah, I mean, I haven't time. heard a bad thing yet. What I like, what I draw from that one the most just in the, the topic of marketing is they're the first ones that I've conversed to that own a business that before opening and, and into designing the layout, they considered social media. Yeah. And there was a literal spot that they designed for, you know, like I know people are gonna take pictures here. Let's make sure the backdrop's cool. And yeah. I feel like that is just someone who isn't late to the party, isn't at the party already. They're planning the party. And so they were just ahead of their time. And so I love that they did that. And it kind of really made me realize, like, don't mess with these people. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and they're super downtown Fresno, Tower District. Like, they're like warriors on the front line of Fresno. Just Uh, warriors in general because they showed up to a stranger's house and sat down with two strangers (laughs) and said, yeah, let's let's tell us your life story. Uh, I remember being super nervous for that one because we didn't know him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh. But ever since that, now we have confidence to invite whoever we want over here. And there's always this weird, like, I'm emailing you, but I'm trying to pick up their vibe via email, looking into exclamation points, periods. Like, oh, are they excited? Or is this, <laughs> am, I, am I too professional in this email? Am I not professional enough well different but, ages perceive different punctuation differently I if know. i get a period in a text message that person's pissed at me dude because that's just what it means extra effort to put that period there. <laughs> do you put lol in the email or do you not i don't know is that right dude life i know and i always want to do the old like smileys yeah not like the updated emojis not, yeah dude episode four was uh it was money i think right it was either money or quesadilla i can't remember Huh, maybe I should look up. I think it was 
Huh. Let's go with quesadilla. It was quesadilla. So with them, I mean, they brought their infant. They literally brought their infant. They were so excited to do this with us that they weren't going to let childcare get in the way. And they drove all the way from Visalia, which for those of you that don't know, that's like an hour drive. That's actually a decent drive, not driving yeah. up from Clovis to Fresno. <laughs> I respect Gosh. that drive. Dude, yeah. They got on the freeway. <laughs> but so. the the theme of that episode for me was if you have an excuse, stop. Like any yeah. potential traditional excuse was presented and then also murdered in the same episode because they were so damn young when they started. What, like 19 and 21 or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And they're still, I mean, I feel like they're still so early that there's so much left that they're going to do and conquer. Yeah, because they are like they're open up locations. Got their second food truck. It's like, dude, they're not, they're not stopping anytime soon. So, I'll let you talk about money, dude. My, so yeah, next episode, which we're on episode five now, um, dude. Money still that episode. I think that was the most one of the most knowledge like just being dropped on an episode. I remember. At one point, like, I forgot I was on a podcast. Yeah, you and you were like a class, him, right? Listening and, like, not because pro- normally on the shows, when the other person's talking, I'm doing my best at listening, but also, you know, you got to have another question ready or, like, what are we going to talk about next? But um, with money, my brain just left that. Yeah, you froze. And we were kind of, I wish we would, we did do a video, but you couldn't see it that well. We were kind of just in awe the whole time. And normally we like to talk a lot on here. We like to crack jokes. We like to talk yeah. and kind of feed them and get them going. But we just, all you heard us going the whole time was, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <gasps> That's so true. Oh. oh. Like, and so I'll just always remember how we just did not know what to do. But and then I, it's very, like, it's funny because then last week he's hanging out with Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. We followed up with that in his story. He's casually with uh Kim Kardashian playing poker. Yeah, no, like hanging out with all of them. Yeah, Chris was there, and uh, like, oh yeah, this guy was also just sitting next to me in my house. Uh, But no, that was just that was insane. And at some point, I'm losing track of the numbers, but we did get the high top crew in here, and the high top crew was important to me. Oh yeah, they were because I just I love what they're doing. I mean, just. Coffee has always been a huge part of my life, but I always felt like we've been kind of held down by what's known as the green monster. And it's nothing against Starbucks, but they got a system down. They're damn good at it. But I just feel like Fresno hasn't been introduced or experienced to different coffee shops, different styles, unique coffee shops, rather than what you get at Starbucks, which is perfect when you're in a hurry. But when you're trying to chill and just have a good coffee and a cool atmosphere, they did it. And I'm so happy that they did it. And it's just cool because, again, that's another addition of just young people that aren't letting, like, traditional excuses stop them. Like, yeah. They're all about our age. Yeah, and they, like, uh, talked about the difficulties of just construction and things that you don't think of when opening your own shop and, you know, all the hard times that they had, but they were still able to overcome them, sort of pave their own path of how to get the shop exactly how they wanted and they were balling on a budget too. They, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they got all the quotes from 
the construction people and they were able to cut costs in half and the time in half and did it all on their own. So what I like too is while they were telling us, it felt like they were brought back to those moments and I really thought we were stressing them out. Dude, yeah, they were like Like you look over, you feel like they were back when it was half built. Like what are we doing? We don't want to go back there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um and next oh dude, Crystal. (laughs) So going back to Crystal's episode, one thing that you guys obviously won't hear, but after the episode, um we we did the poses. We did the yoga poses oh, yeah. that <laughs> Crystal had done, like, her last pose. I mean, I didn't do the pose. I tried the pose. Ramon successfully I, did it. I held it for, like, a second. It was awesome. I was sore for the next three days, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> but she, uh, she, like, it was her first time on a podcast as well, and I remember her talking before, like, saying she was nervous, but honestly, she almost seemed like one of the least non-nervous people on here. Oh, she was in it the whole time. Dude, and uh, we also got to bring in sports and hers. Uh, she, her that was the first time I feel like we really got off on not like an on non-main topic conversation, yeah. and which is what I've wanted for so long, but I didn't want to force it. And it was such a good segment. I love that she was so about it. Like she wasn't here just to talk about yoga, yeah. but I just appreciate her so much because the common thing we found with every single guest is these people are, are exactly where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And you can tell they'd rather not be doing anything else. And it was especially present with her, but she was just someone who was in their zone. And like when you talk about people that are born to do what they're doing, that is someone who I don't think the world, I think we'd have to have some sort of fictional scene to where she would be in any other realm. And even then, if that was made into a movie, no one would believe it because she wouldn't fit there. She's exactly where she needs to be. Totally. Um, yeah, Root General was, that's episode nine, I think. Yeah, that would be, uh, honestly, the numbers don't matter at this point. I don't the limit so, does not yeah. exist. Uh, but there were also other brave ones that had never met us and showed up at our door. Um, and that was like one of the first times that um, that we had, at least I have, I had never been into the Root store. Then I went that week, they were coming on our episode. And... Um, it was so cool entering the store like and hearing all these stories from different people about Root and then going in there for that first time and like then all of those stories I hear like come to life like damn this place is dope. <laughs> What's cool about them is in the customer service world there's just these unwritten codes to where the customer's always right. You don't have certain conversations in front of the customer. Yada yada present yourself this way, you know no matter what, you got to always have this positive spin on these experiences, but yeah. they were just so honest and so real. And if you don't like what we're saying, then <laughs> okay. Dude, yeah. Nice to see you. Have a good one. And it's just like their business, like that's them. And it's like, it's also cool that they run their like Instagram and stuff like that. Like they're currently vacationing in Hawaii and it's on the root page. And like, you're able to follow like their family. And also when you walk in, like they have their dog there. <laughs> it's like, that's the dog's home. And it's, I don't know. You they try to make you feel like that too. Like, and oh, welcome to our home. <laughs> you only see like the dog, the store dog thing in like everyday TV sitcoms, exactly. or the random movies in a small town. Like that's just not something you see. And so that detail alone was like, yes, yeah, this exists. Yeah. <laughs> they love it, and just like the boldness they have to like. Obviously, they both lived in the LA area. They saw the vision for Fresno, and they're the ones that are actually bringing it here. Like, dude, there's so much potential. But that conversation, I feel like out of any of them, I felt like we were, again, it was another one where we felt like I was reigniting a friendship. And we yeah. almost had to, like, 
hey, we lost track of time. Like, we need to stop this. Otherwise, no one's we're going to have to make it a two-parter. Because we were just going in and just talking. And even after we stopped recording, like, we probably sat here for another 15 minutes just Dude. talking about random stuff. Yeah. And so those are just, they're just really cool people. Yeah, we had some drinks that night. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Mad Duck. Mad Duck, dude. Alex, which a cool thing about Alex is... Let him know like what led up to that. Um, oh, about me going going over there. and Yeah, so I had met Alex at Mad Duck before because uh, he's like, dude, I don't know if like I'm actually the right person because there's multiple owners within Mad Duck, but he's like, I don't think I'm the guy that you want. Um, but I met the dude. I'm like, you're actually perfect for it. He comes on the podcast, has like the perfect radio voice, better both than me and Ramon yeah. who have this podcast. Like, dude, if you ever want to get into radio, you should totally do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, the voice and this, the enthusiasm <laughs> and the life knowledge too. Dude, it's just he's his, a smart dude. You could just tell. And it's per- yeah, he's like dropping the random quotes. Like he's like, so-and-so once said. Like, <laughs> well, even his vocabulary too. Dude, and his personality. Um but also another like amazing story about how you know he went and made his own path versus doing uh you know finding a nine to five and he was working at a restaurant he saw a way that he could do it better and he actually acted on it we, because yeah i mean you and i experience it where we go everybody thinks and we say it all the time management everyone's got their beef with management but yeah. that's most people need caffeine to get their day going. Other employees need to complain in their life to get their days going. And yeah. so once they get their complaint, it has the effect of caffeine on them. They're ready to go. And so a lot of people just like to talk and complain about their management team. But this guy actually did it. He did the thing where he left his work. He said, I can do it better. Went off and did it better. Yeah. And I just he loved the dream of most people that work in the restaurant world or any sort of hourly you know quote-unquote college job and so just shouts out to him for living that yeah and he brought us some dope growlers <laughs> we didn't even ask for it he just voluntarily did it dude brought us some growlers and they were filled with beer and it was just we had a great time had a lot of beer that night it was a great conversation um <laughs> and our most recent one yeah last week i love you crossfit which <laughs> going into it i feel like we didn't really have a main focus on what we wanted to highlight and I was I wasn't sure what to think. I was a little skeptical. I wasn't sure who you know how it was going to go, what direction it was going to go. Um, and I, honestly, I loved it. It shined yeah. a light on a sport that I think a lot of people like to assume what it is, but don't do the proper research for it. Yeah. And it was explained in great depth the history. And Preston, Preston already does it, but I did it. <laughs> and I did one workout that we made up, and I was beat. And I didn't tell him, but for like the next three days, and I think my shoulders barely getting back to normal. Dude. I was hurting. And if you watch the video that day, I was hurting. You could just tell. <laughs> and so it's like anyone that wants to knock it off and pretend like, oh, you know, that's nothing special. Wake up. Yeah. Go try it. Like, it's it's really something. Yeah, so shout out to uh, Joe and David for coming on. and Except not David, because David is the first one who didn't make it to our selfie. Oh, uh, yeah. So- we successfully had selfies for every episode, and David somehow didn't make it. Yeah. He's probably busy doing something cool. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. Go. That's real descriptive. He's taking a nap. <laughs> uh, that's all of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're that's season one. Season two is coming. This isn't the end. Uh, yeah, don't get emotional on us, yeah. okay? You're driving right now. Like, you can't be crying. You have to see the road. <laughs> um, but stay tuned for... Um, I'd say early September. Yeah, we're going to aim for early September. And you kind of get an idea of what we're doing. 
if you can think of anybody or you are that person who just wants to get on here, have a conversation. And don't think there's a certain requirement where you have yeah. to have a certain amount of followers on Instagram or a certain following in town. If you just want to talk, get your story told or be a part of this, just message us. We'll be happy yeah. to have you on. Also, if you know anybody that you want to hear the story from, so maybe that's a business that you don't know how they got there or it's your favorite local artist or musician and you want to hear their backstory of how they got in the industry, um, do reach out to us and then we'll reach out to them somehow. <laughs> and the worst that can happen is we just don't respond to you and leave you on red. Yeah. I'm just kidding. We wouldn't do that. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> we just get excited if we get a message. Seriously. Oh, we got a direct message. Sweet. And I mean, while you're listening to this, it's more likely than not that you're driving. And we figured we'd make this kind of the perfect, this episode specifically, short enough to last for the drive to work. So we just yeah. want to share something that you guys probably all agree with. And that's just a little rant about driving in Fresno. Yeah. Um, I mean, driving in Fresno, driving in general. But Fresno here, I hate. There's a difference between driving on Shaw and Clovis and driving on Shaw and Fresno. I enjoy driving on Shaw and Fresno a lot more. Um, the way the lights are syncopated. Oh, that's the worst thing ever. Clovis, I feel like there's no rhyme or reason. Like it's like okay, you have to stop at every one. I also don't know if syncopated is a word, but I made it up. Okay, you said it with confidence, and so before I called you out, I had to really make sure I, I knew. I feel what I was like talking that about. is a word. Well, let's make it a word, okay? Syncopated, synced. But no, it's mm. like a domino effect. That first red light you hit, you're like, okay, I'm not getting green for the rest of my drive home, and yeah. you just got to come to terms with it. Yeah, and it's also my way to work sometimes. So I've really honed in on like. I need to at least be going 60, even though I know the uh, speed limit's 40, which I don't understand why either. I'm like, this is a long <laughs> road. At least make it 50, because everyone's going 50. Um, so that's, sorry. And, <laughs> I know Preston's heard me rant about this before, but one of my biggest things is the lack of turn signals. When you're changing lanes, I just don't understand what makes you decide, like, oh, I looked, so it's fine. They don't need to know that I'm changing because I already looked. Yes. And I always say, I don't know what you've done, your whole life up until this point to where you came to the decision, hey, I don't need to use turn signals. Yeah. No. No one in this city exists that is above a turn signal. It's so, and like, I understand if you don't use it because there's literally like nobody around you and you're driving at one in the morning, whatever. But especially if you're about to turn into a shopping mall or any type of driveway, and then there's that person that's coming out, you know, and the, that person that's coming in is not oh, on there. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> I know <laughs> you're talking about, Every yeah. time I do, like, the whole dad thing, uh, thanks, hello. And, like, they can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> the flick of the wrist. It's, Look at well, the wrist. it's lane changes that get me with the turn signal thing, but when you're turning in to parking lots, what I don't understand is coming to a complete stop and then turning. <laughs> Because that's just, that's, we talk about domino effects, like that will just set off everyone behind you. Recipe for the fender bender. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to slam on your brakes before you turn. Yeah, you can still turn while the car's in drive and like. And if you don't believe me, just turn into an unnecessary parking lot right now. Try it out. It's okay. You can do it. And you're going to be amazed at how smooth it is. Do you know what's, (laughs) when, when driving and you know when you're looking for a location and like you're getting close and like. Oh, I think this is it. And you turn the music down. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it makes affects. a difference. I see memes all the time about that. And you know, you laugh and you're like, oh, that doesn't make oh, sense. I do it all the time. Oh, no, no. It's totally real. It helps you think better. So anyone that tries to make fun of that, one, you, I know you do it. Yeah. And two, it's it's a fact, okay? Like there's studies done and I believe that it's really true. 
Um, I wonder uh, what the future holds for... Uh, I'm always interested in like... Because I know everybody... Majority of the people are on their phones when driving. I want to wonder if there's a studies of traffic and traffic patterns like before like cell phone era and after and like even i'm just sure there's more just like traffic jams one of my favorite call outs and just bringing cell phones into driving yeah once they got rid of you you couldn't be on the phone while driving unless it was like bluetooth or wireless headset yeah the people oh no i'll say it the idiots yeah that are on speakerphone <laughs> and they have it up to their face almost. Oh. And it's like, what do you, when the cop pulls you over, it says, oh, no, 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 it was on speakerphone. Like, it doesn't matter that it was two inches from your ear. It was on speakerphone, so you're okay. Why do they feel like they need to put it by their mouth if it's on speakers, <laughs> but I don't get it? It defeats the purpose of putting it on speaker because you're still on your phone improperly and you're not fooling anybody. Nobody. And then, you know, if you, I do it, but you're texting at a stoplight, like, you're not fooling anybody. We don't think you're staring at your dick. <laughs> Like, we know that you're texting, um, so you're not fooling anybody. The cop's going to get you, and karma will catch up when you're in that race. I wonder if they're allowed to pull you over if they don't see a phone. Cause, uh, um, what happens is, and I haven't experienced it, but cops can bank a lot on the fact that people don't know how things work. Gotcha. And so if they come in confidently and accuse them of something or talk like, hey, it looks like you were texting, yeah. nine times out of ten, they're like, yeah, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And they'll go straight to the excuse as to why they're texting rather than denying it. Oh. And so that's a lot of times like when a cop – and there's a lot of specifics I don't know about this, so please don't listen to me when I say this fully. But there's some occasions where if a cop asks to search your car and he doesn't have um, – I forgot what it's called, reasonable suspicion. I could be completely making these things up. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's more. There's some occasions where you can deny that, um, but they know that a lot of people don't understand the law fully, and so as soon as you say yes, they're fine. They can go in. But yeah. if they don't have any sort of reasonable sus- suspicion for, like, if you were swerving, if they smelled marijuana, if they saw an open container, they could be suspicious on their own just because of any sort of bias or something like that. Yeah. But and this isn't every occasion, so don't go say that I'm just uneducated. But there are some occasions where you can say, no, I'm okay. And they can't, they can't pry anymore. Yeah. Are you are you a fast driver? Like, do you oh, I'm like an idiot, dude. Okay, I'll own it. Yeah, I yeah I. Luckily, I have a good gas mileage car, where the MPGs are low, and I can't yeah. imagine how much higher it would be if I drove like a normal person. Yeah. But I'm that guy who zooms by you, and then you see him at the next red light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'll own it. Um, and I'm convinced it gets me places faster. But every single time I'm reminded at those red light stops and the awkwardness, yeah, that it doesn't. And I, I'm just a jerk. I always do that thing. Like sometimes when I don't see the light turn red, and I sit there at a green light for a little bit, and uh, like say someone honks or something, because I'm probably texting on my phone. At the, oh yeah, at the red light. At the red light. Then I zoom off and try to make sure that person doesn't catch yeah. me. <laughs> like that's see, I'm change, going so fast. Change the fact. <laughs> I'm very passive aggressive too. If someone cut me off, I'm zooming around. I'm going to go in front of them, and I'm going to pretend that I just need to go 35 for whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a lot of passive aggressive moments, but we won't get into it because then you'll start spotting me on the road, and we just can't have that. Yeah. Um. Ran over. Did you get everything off your chest? <laughs> I was. You said it ran over. I was like, Have you ever ran over someone? Are you asking uh, for a story? Yeah, I have ran over some. No, no, <laughs> that's confession. I episode. haven't. Knock on wood. Ran over an animal yet? Uh, that's more of an East Coast thing, Midwest. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're lucky enough not to have. Uh, People run over cats. 
like, well, man, like a pet, dude. Hey, am I the only one that when I see a dead animal on the road, like a like a a nice one, like a cat or a dog, yeah. you have a little moment to yourself after you drive by them. <laughs> you pour you it drive out. by and you're just like, oh. if you have a water bottle in the car, you pour a little <laughs> bit out for the fam. <laughs> but or you just have a little moment, like, hey, I'm sure he was a good boy, like the yeah. goodest of good boys, goodest of good. <laughs> If you don't, you need to be doing that, okay? What, you're like not a cat person, like rotten hell or what? <laughs> I, honestly, any any animal that was probably owned by somebody, you got to shout yeah. out. And so yeah. shout out to the one I saw today. I know you're listening. But yeah, it's totally different when you see like a, a squirrel or like a possum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to happen. Yeah, that's fine. Idiot. They, yeah, survival the of the fittest. They were not fit. <laughs> but yeah, I got everything off my chest. Cool. Anything else to add? I'm good. I'm actually a very calm driver, I feel like. And that's why we compliment uh, each other. Yeah. I got some road rage issues I'm working on, but we could settle that later. I also listen to soft jazz in the car. That's what I'm missing. <laughs> Dude, that's it. <laughs> um, but as we wrap things up real quick, just a huge thank you to all you guys who listened. Um, it's been the past, what, 12, 13 weeks that we've been doing this. We didn't know what to expect. Really didn't know what we were doing at all. Um, there was no like, well, we're going to do this. Every There's no week. blueprint. There's no blueprint. We honestly, I reached out to people through like email, direct messages for, uh, you know, through Instagram and people that got back to me were on the show and we met them and we heard some freaking cool stories um, but the even cooler part is that you guys tuned in, you guys subscribed, you followed Instagram, whatever it was, and then you guys even told people about it, which is cool, um, that you guys wasted energy on us. <laughs> so, <laughs> 3,000 listens. Dude, That's yeah. where we're at right now. We're, yeah, we're and at- I, we didn't really, like you said, we didn't have expectations, but just to see that number is like, whoa. I mean, and a listen is just pressing play. Yeah. Um. You don't have to listen to the whole thing. So even if you press play, even yeah. if it's on accident, Ramon thanks. and I were two thousand of those. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> you gotta support yourself. You gotta love yourself before anyone else can. I like my own Instagram photos. I'll say it. Yeah. If I'm at a weird number, if I'm at like a ninety nine, yeah, I got a hundred. Yeah. yeah. But no, like what Preston said, we really appreciate it. Please don't forget about us this month. Um, we will hear you. Will be able to hear us in September. We will see you in September. Yeah. Um. But don't be a stranger to the Instagram page. Yeah, we'll still be posting stuff. We'll keep you guys updated on there of when the newest episode's going to drop. Um, yeah, and if you guys have missed any of the old episodes, go check them out. Um, and also, just sort of like what we've done, don't be afraid to reach out to these awesome people because um, they're always down to share their story. Um, and I just want to say, if you guys have ever thought about doing a podcast and you guys have questions, you can reach out to us too. I support anyone and everyone having one being able to just uh, speak your thoughts, even if it's just you and a microphone or it's you and your computer, I say do it. Um, take that risk. Um, you got anything else, man? No, that's it. All right, guys. Uh, for the season one, thank you and a big just be nice to people. All right? <laughs> a big one. A big Larger one. than normal. Go love on each other. We love you guys. We'll see you later in season two.